Hello, and welcome to the Gauntlet Movie Review Podcast, where we uh, make movies run the gauntlet and uh, see why we like them, yeah. all the points, and we, we break them down in a new way. Um, I'm your host, Zach Berry, and uh, I'm a writer and a movie buff. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host, Dominic Berry, and I am a movie buff and nerd. So. All right, and this, this week we're going to be reviewing the movie Defiance. I believe it came out in 2000... Oh, I'm forgetting. 2008, I think, yeah. around there, maybe? Around, I think it was 2008, actually, yeah. 2008? Yeah. Yeah, this one, powerful movie. We're going to get right into it. Oh, my gosh. Frick. Like, jeez. It's, it's, it's kind of like, I had seen it, like, three times before this. So this was, like, my fourth time. And then, yeah, me too. But I was never, it was a few years ago. It was, like, two years ago. So I didn't really appreciate it as much. But this time just every point which will break down obviously but just wow like this this one i don't know if it's flawless but it's almost flawless to me at least just i mean just what it's yeah so Mm -hmm. and i think it's it's important for like i know it's not going to be everybody's movie but i think the important aspect about the movie is that the way it's done way it's told the fact that it's based on a true story i think this is the kind of movie that regardless as if it's your kind of movie and you like right. and you like it it impacts you regardless right like somebody who's like oh this isn't my kind of movie would still be like wow like that still impacted me even though i may not have liked right. it right like they may have watched it once. right but i think yeah. everyone would agree especially since it's about what it's about that you mm-hmm. can't really just be like that was terrible without sound like a horrible person i agree so, yeah. All right. Let's unpack this, baby. Um. So first, our first uh, first movie breakdown point, the first stage of the gauntlet, is the general movie breakdown, which I guess we started doing. But uh, we kind of did, yeah. Yeah. I loved. So as the movie opened. Yeah. The opening scene. Uh, with uh, oops, I got to turn my phone down. <laughs> um, the movie opening scene, um, where they have it black and white, and yeah. Obviously, it's not real footage because it transitions into the actual movie right. um, film quality. But the way they did it, yeah. and then the way the, the, from the very beginning they started telling a story. Mm-hmm. So because as they're going, it transitions to the soldier holding the camera. Right. And it's like he, it, this is the story. He's picking it up, and it starts right. immediately. It it, mm-hmm. it immediately tugs at your heartstrings. Um, and I, <laughs> I put it in caps on my notes. I was like, like the raw vanity. Oh man, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, not only about what it's about and what they're actually showing, but the way they show it and the music. Like, it starts out with like the, like the heavy like bass and the horns or whatever those were. Um, yes. And just you immediately feel like this is gonna be heavy. Like it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think, as we were, as the past episodes we've talked about, um, yeah. is how the opening scene it sets up how the movie yeah. is going to play out and, and right. not like, not just story wise, but like how it was made, the quality, the kind of feeling they're trying to evoke from the audience. Yeah. And this one, you can just tell is going to be a powerful one. I, right. I mean, immediately yeah. you're kind of like, this is kind of like last week we were saying that we walked away feeling hungry still of like the, like from the proverbial plate, you know, <laughs> well, this, mm, yeah, yeah. It's like, you're perfectly full. I mean, even to the point where, you could have dessert too. You just kind of like what, you know? I mean, it's powerful. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I, Sammy, I, I agree. Point's gonna be a great point. Character. I know. 
um, I think I think what they really throughout the movie they kept it kept hitting on. Um, it was just it was it was a very human movie. Yeah, and it's that's kind of hard to explain, but it's more of like it's more of an emotion almost where you feel connected to people when you watch it because you know that this is this really happened first of all um it's the movie it's it's memory like it really it really happened these people really experienced these things because it's literally created like a memory um it just you feel like cuz you know as a human being yeah that you are capable of feeling all of those same things right and that given the wrong or right circumstances or given the horror and terror you would right. be going through exactly what they are which i like they capture all of that early on you know they break yeah um all the all, all these uh, like all these things that you wouldn't expect to see like they show immediately they're showing they show death right away they show grown men bawling their eyes out. They show heavy, like heavy music, all this stuff where you're like, whoa, now everyone's, everyone's affected by this. This isn't just like, a, mm-hmm. I'm sad. It's a no, this is, this is heavy stuff that's happening here. So yeah. Far, well, speaking of that, as far as I put down, I liked how the characters are great because their journeys, their believable journeys, you know, the mm-hmm. things that happen to them, like they still stay who they are throughout the entire film at their core, but they adapt mm-hmm. realistically based on what happens to them, right? Exactly. And, their growth, their character growth and development is realistic. Right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Good example. Point. Where I mean, I won't say yet, but what happens to him throughout the movie and where he's one way, and then at the end of the movie, he's more, you know, assertive because of something that happened. He's wait, uh, as- as- or as- uh, as- as- they're all like these these cool i know they're um like slavic um, names i'm not sure exactly what. yeah i think it's a cell like they say it pretty fast and we're yeah, gonna butcher some of the names but I'm, it's it's spelled because i had subtitles on so i could try to catch yeah, anything yeah. it's spelled a-s-a-l-e or a-a-e-l a-s-a-e-l so it was like a cell something like that but they have their they have their slight accent to it so we're not gonna get it right it's zush it's like a zush yeah yeah zush I didn't know yeah, that. I that was cool. Deuce. Yeah. Anyway, if no one's yeah. seen the movie, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So as far as the character breakdown and development, just super. Like I had, I had a heyday with this one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What'd you, uh, what'd you write? So, okay. I, so I took all the main, the, the most, of, um, well, basically mainly the brothers, obviously. Right. Cause they're the main characters. Um, Aaron is not so much, but he's the youngest. I mean, he's there, but um, right, his growth right. isn't as palpable because, I mean, he's like what eleven. Right. But um, so um, I broke down each each brother. So first was Tuvia, and at the beginning, I put Tuvia is cautious but angry. Yes. He wants to do something, but he's all he also wants to be smart. Yes. And I think, and I also put down, and that's probably because he's the oldest brother. He's mm-hmm. always had to think of his younger siblings as well so, that's great yeah and so he's he he wants obviously he's angry he's heartbroken but he's also trying to think a little more right um and i think so i think the one scene that's pretty early on that shows uh, like the rawness 
is when he goes in and he kills the chief of police and his two sons. And it really shows that he's angry, but then also that he doesn't like revenge the same way Zeus does. Right. And that he doesn't do the same thing again. Like right. that was almost like the moment where he let loose yeah. against his better judgment. Yeah. And then he like learned from it because he didn't really like it. Right. Like it didn't bring them back. I think he said that to Zeus. He's like, they're still dead or something right. worse to that effect. Right. And you know what's but, funny? Like, yeah. Is after after he kills them, you see his reaction and he's super sad. Whereas right. when Zeus is killing people, he's just there's like no he almost revels in it. Right. A he's bit. Like, he's it. Yeah, Elizabeth like the, the milkman yeah. and uh, not not killing him, but just the whole I'm in charge thing, you know? And it's kind of cool. That's a good point where um Tuvia, when he's by himself, lets loose. But when he's with his brothers, where he might feel responsible, he's like, mm. oh, we have to we have to play by the rules here. But when he's by himself, he really struggles. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And then they always show him throughout the whole movie. They show him struggling when he's alone. Yeah. Like, he is That's not. Like, when like he's by himself, every time, almost not every time he's alone, but through uh, like from beginning right. to end. It's not just at the beginning when he doesn't know what to do. Then suddenly he knows and he's like confident leader. They show him like he's alone and he's staring up in his space. Like he's drinking vodka or something. And he's right. just like, he doesn't know what to do. And he's, yeah. he's just like in a state of mind. Yeah. And I love how they show that. It just, it just goes back to the, the general breakdown of the movie where we said this movie is, it's, yeah. it's so full of like memory and raw humanity. Right. And just right. Getting down to the very base of what human beings do and how they feel. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's funny because I Nathaniel was watching it too, and when it was over, I turned over. I was like, "Oh, the humanity!" You know, because it was yeah. like it's over. You're like, "That is so human!" Like it's palpable. Yes. You know, like just yes. the energy in the room when you're when you're when you're watching it. Yeah, hoping it's all get out. Yeah, it does. Okay. And uh, yeah, so Zeus, he keeps trying to be. The, he he's not a perfect leader. He keeps trying, but he yeah. keeps messing up. But he keeps going. Um, and then and then transitioning transitioning to Zeus. Right. I put Zeus, he's angry. He wants to fight back and kill. He doesn't want the baggage of helpless people to be saved on top of that because he he's just like it's perfectly these people. Yeah. These people kicked us while we're down. Yeah. Now it's time to go destroy them because that's how he fights back. And then I put and then I I, I was thinking about this as I was watching and um it's I it's like Zeus loves his family mm-hmm. and they show this through little moments like when he doesn't um, he doesn't want to leave Asul when the attack goes wrong. Right. Like he he wants he's like, but we can't leave him. And and Tuvi is right. like, we have to go. It's right. like he's angry and he's mean and kind of right. he's he's like the badass. But right. at the same time, yeah, he's the scary. only one. Yeah. Who they show throughout the movie do little things like that. And then the moment where they find Asul again, he's alive. He gives him a big bear hug. That's true. And then um, and then uh, um. I feel like. He, he he has yeah he has these little moments yeah so tuvia is always like the the protector over yeah. everybody and he's not cold towards them obviously oh definitely but not. there's no um there's not as many of the moments like zeus does zeus is almost like the emotional one i would say right right yeah no, that's that makes sense oh man yeah because like just watch them especially as like the oldest and then second to oldest where there's a bit of an age gap between zeus and Isol. like I don't know, a, a bit, not a huge one, but a bit. Um, and then Tuvia and Zeus are more close together. Um, but when like they're fighting, you know, and just the 
that's what I liked about Tuvia too, where he he was calm and balanced, but he also wasn't a pushover because when Zeus oh, punches, yeah. he punches mm-hmm. back. You know, which I like to see yeah. in, a, in a main, in a good guy who's not so by the book that he can't show violence or be aggressive. Exactly, and he's yeah. not a pacifist at all. He no. just he's just trying to yeah. do it the right way, right. and he's worried about protecting the people who are under his care, and he right. almost can't help but bring more people in to try to protect. Which I think also goes back to he's the oldest sibling, yeah. So he's always been like you know, trying to gather the rest and make sure they're all right. So well, when he sees helpless people, he's like, yeah, it's like his nature, I guess. Well, the age gap between Tuvia and Iran, it's like you're so almost oh, fatherly yeah. because he's essentially, he exactly. could be, you know, also exactly. an important note. This is a long segment. I love it. Um, when, when, when Tuvia and Zeus are told their wives are dead, Zeus freaks like he falls. Yes. Tuvia is like, thank you for telling me, you know, like they, they, yeah. He's obviously the difference there. They yeah. absorb it differently, you know, and mm-hmm. it's really cool to know how that. Which makes sense. I mean, kind of how we're breaking this down. I think we're on the, kind of on the right track because, like you said, Tuvia is calm, collected. Obviously, right. he's affected, and you can he tell he's, it, he's keeping it together. He feels it. Right. Exactly. But For then exactly. Zeus goes off and starts beating his head against a tree. Right. Like, that's how he shows it. And I, and I think Zeus shows his love by fighting. Or right. by, by being active. Right. So his love for his parents, his his countrymen is to go out and fight. And then obviously when he heard his wife and child were dead, he goes off, he starts beating his head against a tree. Like he's a oh. very animated. He even um, says blood yeah. for blood, right? Yeah. When he's like, this isn't how we win. He's like, blood for blood, you know? So it's kind of like mm-hmm. there's inside and it was hard right there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. Ah, oh, it's great. Uh, moving to <laughs> moving to a cell. Oh, a cell. I keep saying it every time I say it, I say it differently. Yeah. A cell. I'll just say a cell from now on, even though I don't have the, the accent like they do. Yeah. Um, I feel like a cell for the most most of the movie, he's reeling. Like he gets yeah. like it's like he gets clocked the very right. beginning of the movie. And right. almost the whole first from the first plot point to like the midpoint, I feel like yeah. he's just like spinning in circles he, he follows he follows tuvia implicitly right almost in everything he does right and i feel like that's that's what he needs to do at that moment like he's not the oldest brother technically he's 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 your because we have four he's, brothers so yeah. he's he's in your slot because right. uh, i'm second I and then too. so i would be zeus i guess <laughs> yeah really, but really. um Here. but then i have i wrote down um it's like as soon as his catalyst to change and become better is his love for Haya. Right. Once once Haya enters the picture, it's like because because I, I don't know if I'm placing an age on him, I would put him around maybe 18 or 19 to 20 ish maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard because obviously these actors sometimes play people who are younger, but right. sometimes look older. But um, I feel like Haya is his catalyst. Um, and then as soon as Zeus leaves. His uh, responsibility yeah. goes up. I'm going to Google this. That's a great idea. But yeah, I feel like as, so as soon as Zeus leaves, it's his character has to change because instead of him being the third brother, he's now, he's he's like the second brother now. So he becomes Tuvia's right-hand man. Okay. Yeah, to what you just said, but also this. 
he was 33 when the invade when the Germans invaded, and he was technically oh, older than Zeus. Zeus was born in 1912. Esau was born in 1908. That's oh, crazy. so some creative was, license was taken. Yeah, I mean, still interesting. They're the well, I'm, yeah, yeah. Regardless. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I especially loved how towards the end. When yeah. Tuvia, which again, I love how they make Tuvia break at the end. Right, like he's so. And he exhausted. gives up hope. Right. He's so exhausted. Yeah. And then I love how it's like the 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 culmination of Asel's character arc. Yeah. He steps up, and in that little bit, I mean, it's not very long, but in that right. moment, he saves everybody. Right. He's like, "What are you doing? We need yeah. to keep moving. They're coming. Right. Tuvia, get up." We need to move now. That and was, then, and then I loved how. Sorry, um, sorry, just one more thing, real quick. I loved how they. It was. I felt like they did this on purpose, where instead of him like saying Zeus, we need to go. Right. Zeus wasn't the one who was like, okay, give me your belt. Asel was still the one who was like, take off your belts. It was his idea. Right, and right. So, so, so his idea. Yeah. So Tuvia didn't didn't just wake up and be like, oh, you're right. Sorry, I forgot. I zoned out. He was legitly just like yeah. giving up or not giving up but yeah. just totally just exhausted this that's what i put when i was saying that um the characters journeys are believable based on what happens to them was example a soul is weak um when he's beat up by that jerk you know mm-hmm. uh yeah. like in front of his wife you know like i mean you don't see it but at the same time you're like that's probably because he was already hitting on high anyway so so that was like his he was broken by that because he's just beaten down and then he proves himself in the end by actually being a badass. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was just culmination. So, which is, it's believable, you know? And he's still at his core. He still acts like himself. He's not totally changed in the sense of unrealistically changed. Right. Yeah. Him, but based on the things that happened, he ends up becoming better, you know, which is what's supposed to happen anyway, you know, <laughs> Hero's journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. And I feel like with all of the characters so far we've covered, they all, yeah, they like you said, they all stick to who they are, but right. they become like slightly better versions maybe. Right. Um, there was all growth. Even if it, I mean, even if it wasn't like, obviously like this, like, like in a superhero movie, like, oh, they start here, then boom, they're here at the end. They, they have growth, even if they technically kind of stay in a sort of straight line, but it, right. it's like constantly going up a little bit. Right. Um, it's very I mean, realistic. Yeah. Well, realistic, like in the sense of most of the movie, they'd be bored out of their minds. Like they're just in the forest, especially in the wintertime, just trying to live, you know, just huddled, shivering. It's like, how do you have a character growth in a movie aside from just not descending into animalistic behavior? Like, but showing, regardless of all that, like how they come through it. But the, I liked actually, I actually put the way they balance the. It was never boring, right? The balance of heavy and light scenes was beautiful for all the dark and serious themes that they put in there. They did a really good job mm-hmm. of not being completely overwhelming. I know mm-hmm. I've heard from some people that it's pretty heavy, you know, and to them. Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty but heavy. Yeah. Very but heavy. that even speaks to the fact that even though it's not their movie, they could tell it's heavy because it, right. it affects everybody who sees it. Right. Right. Like yeah. nobody, nobody can see this and not, I think, not be affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had a little bit of, I mean, on Aaron, he's in shock and totally crushed most of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but he, I mean, he he fits into his role towards the end. I mean, yeah. um, he's a good uh, support, I guess. But there wasn't much on him. He doesn't have very many lines. Um, no. And obviously the focus is on the older three. Yeah. Um, but then I also loved, I forget the other guy, the older, I think he's a, he's a rabbi. The rabbi when guy? he dies at the end. Yeah. Right before Isaac dies, which I loved. Isaac was a great character, the intellectual. He's like, he might I say I'm, I was an intellectual. Like, I know. So great. He's like, here, let me charge a tank with a grenade. I'm like, throw the grenade. Like, why I know, yeah, throw the grenade and shoot like that, behind the tree. Don't charge. But I feel like part of that, what they were trying to imply was maybe he was trying to save Tuvia by distracting because the tank was kind of trained on. But yeah, I was very sad because he was he was great. And I think those two characters, even though unfortunately they both die at the end, right. they were the kind of the ones who contrasted the heavy with some more lighter stuff because right. they always had their banter going yeah, on, their going philosophical on. discussion, right. chess, you know. right. That is yeah, that's a good point. And and then like with with their deaths, it's kind of how you know well the movie the story's over now. You know, movie's over. Yeah, like, like they're, it's they're, they're now. dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I loved how. I guess what what category would this fit into? Regardless, though, like because it was a true story, they pulled in all these super cool Jewish biblical themes, like the Maccabees. You know, all that stuff. Yes. How it, it tied into even now where they're fighting back. And because the Jews have so much history, it was just mm-hmm. really cool. Because I love history, it was just really cool to see, like, yeah, even now, like all the stories and the legends and the, the, the tales culminating, even in this, like, only seventy some years ago, you know, like yeah. it's not that, for better or worse, that was not that long ago, you know. So yeah, I feel like I mean, yeah, I feel like they did it in a very good way. Um, obviously, I mean, obviously we're not Jewish, right. but. I feel like um, they, 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 you could, you knew who the characters were. Yeah. And they didn't make them obviously like that you knew they were. Yeah. Jews in this time of horrible turmoil and right. great suffering. Right. And I feel like they, they stuck to that, to my knowledge, pretty well, like right. very well, I think. Right. And the, the, when they would say like some talk of returning to the ghettos because it's so miserable here and they don't. You're like, wow, yeah, you avoided so much that they didn't even know they were avoiding. And to think that yeah. if you'd been in that situation, you would have gone back because it was so mm-hmm. hard here, which it was super hard there. Mm-hmm. But imagine. And I loved how they brought those conversations into the movie where yeah. it, it just, again, like the humanity of it all. Yeah. It really brought it back to this is how people are. This is right. how they react. Right. People, some people do this like they didn't know what the hell to do. Right, like they were, they were lost a lot of them, and which is why they clung to the the Bielski brothers, obviously. Right. But um, yeah, it was just well, and the fact that I mean, side note too, where like the brothers, they grew up in those woods and they knew them already, made it more mm-hmm. realistic because it's like, well, they're gonna know how to navigate and how to how to do some guerrilla warfare stuff there because like they already knew it. Mm-hmm. You know? They didn't have to worry. And about I loved it. also how so it's kind of a, and I don't know, I mean. This obviously wasn't planned. And depending on how true to the actual Bielski family, yeah. the writers to the movie were. Right. But at the beginning, they they um they allude to the fact that their father, 
smuggled things a lot. Right, that's true. They were in the chief of police was like, I, I turned my eye, you know, he was I thought he was a good man, you know, I didn't want to do it. He made me do it, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Um, so almost like, and this kind of goes back to some of the stories in the Bible, even which is fitting because it's they're Jewish, right? Where the perfect person is not is never the hero in the in right. in, in like exactly. the biblical stories. They're it's like these random. people who who weren't perfect on paper, mm -hmm. they were the ones everybody fucked to because right. they they were able to keep their head to a certain extent. Exactly. And it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, that probably, I mean, it wasn't, I don't know if that, I, maybe, maybe the writers had creative license and that was right. just, to, just a random line. Right. But I feel like, I mean, it kind of works for the movie. If you no, know, it really does. Yeah, it's, a bit. <laughs> tied it all beautifully together and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Acting. Do you want to move so, on to acting? Or is that, you got more, well, in, about the antagonist. I have protagonist antagonist breakdown first. Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, that's right. Sorry. I was, I skipped that. Yes. Okay. Kinda All right. Point. What do you got? What do you think? So as far as okay, I you know how I've been thinking of the antagonists in the past few weeks. I've been complaining that there hasn't been like a juicy, which is funny because there's no like singular bad guy. Maybe I mean Hitler, but like like that. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of like a story, character protagonist confronts bad guy. Um, but still, like just the everyone was threatened. And what was cool about it, which I really appreciate it, is that when a bad thing happens, you're worried for the characters because you know someone will get hurt or someone's gonna be affected instead of, oh, we're just gonna deflect everything and it'll go away, bad guy, you know, shoot. It was actually, no, when stuff happened, they had to move camp. People, women, children, and men, they, everyone, people got shot, you know? Like they had to totally up and move, you know? So, if they got caught or if they made too much noise or something, people were going to die. So it made it a lot more just even, which was funny when, when it was winter time, which they probably did this on purpose where it's just silence, you know, and you're just isolated mm -hmm. because of all the snow. And if you, if you are found out, which they are a few times, then yeah. you got to get out of there fast. So I think the most powerful example of that, which was towards the end, actually what gets them to go was when the stukas come down you know and chubi is like we got we gotta go it's like exodus you know it's like moses let's go and it's kind of cool it's like they got the jewish thing in there it's like let's go and then yeah. uh, they even had like the marsh in the water um and you know yeah. the army coming but yeah. when it all just gets obliterated and there's bombs falling and stukas shrieking and everything it just it just really hit how like there may not be a singular bad guy, but because it was a historical movie and just the German army in general was the antagonist, they, for not having a singular bad guy, they just made the whole thing just freaky, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you're just, almost like The Revenant where you're just like always in tension of something's going to come flying out of the trees at some point, you know? So mm -hmm. those are my notes on the, on the antagonist. <laughs> Antagonistic force. No, I totally agree. That's exactly, almost, almost exactly what I had, yeah. Um, obviously the protagonist, Dilsky brothers, and technically kind of the whole group, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, obviously mainly the brothers, but they wrapped them all together very well. It's like a package deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the antagonists, it's it's the Nazis. Yeah. yeah. The arm the not the not German Nazi army. Yeah. Coming in, trying to find them, constantly threatening them. Right. Um, they're always yeah, always under threat of being found, discovered, and they well, have to move. Not just twice, once or twice. Yeah, like three times, like something like that. But like, yeah. um, not even the fact that they can be found, but the fact that they keep growing. 
Like there's so many yes. antagonistic forces. There's the cold, the lack of food, the Germans, the fact that they keep getting bigger and, and then dissent within the group. So there's a crap ton of negative Yeah, yeah there's like a bunch of little antagonists yeah. overshadowed by the whole one, which would be right. the, 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 the Nazis. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah, so infighting, like, starving, the weather. Yeah. Yeah. More people, even yeah, more people being added because that just heightens the the risk. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel. I mean, and for this kind of movie, it totally works. I mean, because it's not um. I feel like it's it's. I guess I mean I guess it is a um. A character driven movie, but it's also a lot a plot driven movie a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole plot of it just and because it's based on a true story. Right. Yeah. It it, it worked. Yeah, I'd say yeah. like a lot of authors and people who know would they say you got to put your characters to the ringer you know hmm. which the movie really does do because mm -hmm. the, the stuff they go through is just well mentally too like you see it like not just like the physical pain or whatever of just shivering but to be able to use alcohol and, and being sick and still having to command and then people doubting his leadership because he's weak now but bouncing back from that you know so yeah no, i think that just the constant tension it's like you make a diamond mm -hmm. it's pressure it's like well yes the movie they it's were like the yeah the main characters they were they were well off the bat they were made super vulnerable yeah and then i feel like they never like in the audience's eye they never like recovered completely Right. Where, oh, now they're now they're invincible because they've recovered and they can go out there and kick ass and you know they're right. they're nobody can stop them. So exactly. like they were made they were yeah. made super vulnerable immediately because right. obviously they find their family or their parents dead and their the rest right. of their village dead. Right. Um so they're immediately vulnerable and then they 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 uh, they come up but then it's like ebb and flow. They become right. vulnerable every time the threat comes closer to them right it's like, it's it's like great roller coaster it keeps you suspense and then the drop and more suspense and it's it's i don't know they the way they balance it out like i was saying powerful mm -hmm. now in terms I of think, acting uh i don't think like really good this is one of daniel craig's best performances i think oh like, i agree this like yes and there's so many there's i love how there and you can tell that there was really a deep film because they focused on faces a lot you know there was so many there was so much of the right. eye you know yeah just show what they're going through and they're thinking um and really long shots of just the eyes which i love because that not only makes you bond with the character because of the human eye contact thing but mm -hmm. it all shows you more what they're going through in their head you know based on their circumstances so to be able to pull that off, believably, I think they all do it. There's not one bad actor in this movie, I think. There were a few lines that were, I don't know. thing is, they were never the main characters. They might have been a passing individual, you know. But mm -hmm. uh, other than that, I mean, I don't want to be, that'd be, I don't want to be a stickler, though. Because, like, they didn't really matter. Like, they were overshadowed by the beauty of everything else. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I was, honestly, I was so enthralled. I, I, I. I didn't notice. Yeah. Honestly, I, I thought everything was golden. That was bad, so I wouldn't sound like I was just throwing sunshine the whole time. But I really yeah. doing that. It was it was really hard. Yeah, but, I think it. I mean, it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. I think. 
Um, yeah. And just, yeah, I mean, you felt so connected. Mm-hmm. And again, going back, the humanity of the movie, I just, it's like, I feel like that's like the thread throughout the whole movie. The yeah. connection to human beings yeah. on a simplistic level, like everybody right. like at knows. the bare level. Like mm-hmm. everything else aside, because they were even showing the marginalized, they were Jews, they were being probably persecuted. Everything mm-hmm. aside, all the exterior stuff aside, at the core, it was a living, breathing human. You know, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's what they did was by stripping mm-hmm. away all the possessions and putting them in the forest with nothing. They really also showed at the same time, this is what you get. Like they are people, they're humans, mm-hmm. you know. Kind of like, and even if you haven't experienced like loss like that, obviously, right. and, and I like nobody has on that scale. Yeah. I mean, unless you, I mean, for the most part, unless you have. especially in Western society, thankfully. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's, it's something that if you like, if you sit back and you're like, hmm, what did this happen to me? You don't yeah. go, Oh, pff, well, I, I, I wouldn't react like that. Nobody would react like that. This is so right. unrealistic. You don't, you know. think, and you're, you're like, that could, I, I don't know what I would do. Probably that. Like, right. and you just connect. It's, it's, right. yeah. I think it's you'd be running around screaming and, and justifying everything you did. Well, maybe you would be because you just saw your family get killed and you're exactly. And I feel like that's kind of what happens to Zeus a bit. Yeah, like they all react differently. Right. And automatically, he is like it, everything. Everything is justified to the people who did this right. to them. Right. Which. How could you not? Like, how could your brain not do that to protect itself well, and yeah. to try to ha- hang on to anything you have left? Yeah. Which even Tuvius says, he's like, because um, Zeus quotes that line that God says in the Bible, and Tuvius like, well, so you're playing God now, you know? Mm. Because I forget what he says, but it's that, it's that one line. Um, and just shows that he's he's done. He's just taking everything in his own hands. Anyway, go back to characters. <laughs> it's just so deep. There's yeah. so much <laughs> Yeah, it's off. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cinematography i loved how it was it was completely on point yeah Um, i I loved how it almost started to become predictable but in a good way of how they did things so um at the beginning Mm -hmm. where they 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 would allude to things that might happen and then literally the next shot it was happening yeah and i loved it made the movie move i feel like like had a good pacing um and then happening the subtle, like they were very subtle about it in some cases but like so at the beginning um uh i guess no so when uh tuvia is speaking to isaac they're building yeah. the shelter yeah um uh he says uh um tuvia says to him i haven't read any books but you still accept me as commander jokingly mm-hmm. and then isaac says who else and then there's a quick shot to zeus watching them and it's oh, all yeah. in his eyes yeah and you can tell, like, it says, I mean, this is before their, their fight. Right. Uh, a few scenes before. And you can tell, obviously, you like, because of their family dynamic, you can tell that he loves all of his brothers. Oh, yeah. But you can also tell he does not agree with how Tuvia is doing things. Right. And right. he's becoming very frustrated. So that shot is almost like, I think I could do better. Right. Like I, exactly. I think- he's not just going to come out in front of everybody and say it right. although the fight kind of does that a little bit even though right he goes over after he punches tuvia he goes over to say like almost to apologize because he comes right. up and he's like tuvia and then tuvia punches him and then they just right. you know kind of get out of control zeus is he has a he has a way shorter fuse but to his credit he held out for as long as he could you know 
Yeah. And I think like Zeus has less of a problem with Tuvi as a brother and as a person than he does with just how he's doing things based on the situation. You know, exactly. I agree. Yeah. You as a person, but I think you're handling this in a stupid way. And I, we can do so much better and so much more good. So let me mm-hmm. be in charge so I can do Which better. Which is such a prevalent human right. question <laughs> and problem. Yeah. Like throughout everything. That's kind of like, like you see that happen all around you even in real life. Well, yeah. I guess, of course, obviously this was, this really happened, but I mean like outside right. of the movie, right? like people should go back. People should take that as an example. Yeah. Like you don't hate the person, but you can be like, I disagree with what you're doing, but people are, you know, saying, Oh, I hate what you're doing. Therefore I hate you. It's yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, that's the parable. Get, get this log out of your own eye, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So it's like, before you freak out on him, like discuss what he's trying to do instead of just from the surface saying, "Oh, that's stupid. I wouldn't do it like that." It's like, well, no. which he kind of tries to do. I loved how they how they how they they filmed it, where Zeus does a few times, or at least once or twice before they have their um, argument and fight. Yeah, he does. He's telling Tuvi what he thinks. He's yeah. like, "No, I think we should do this." He's like what you're gonna do that now we can't like we can't take more people on this is yeah. foolish you know right. and and um which again species is just character not to go back into characters but right but there's so much he wears his heart on his sleeve yeah and it's so it's so zush where he fights with passion he loves with passion he hates with passion he will speak his very passionate. it's just kind of who he is he's a very animated guy yeah but um another another instance where i liked how it was it was the pacing of cinematography was like this is almost at the very beginning where their first night Mm -hmm. after tuvia shows up um they wake up i think maybe tuvia's already awake he comes up anyway and he goes where's Aaron?" yeah because the shot before as they were talking it zoomed in on Aaron just staring off in his face next shot and and you get the feeling yeah. He's gonna run. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna leave something. Yeah. He's not yeah. stable. Next shot, two V comes in. Where's Iran? Next shot, Iran's walking out somewhere. Right. And that's when he finds the first people and then finds the mass grave. Right. But it's just it, it, the pacing. I, I loved how they did that. And they did it, they did it kind of throughout the movie. Yeah. Um you like know- another thing was when Zeus tells Tuvia he's wrong about his plan of diplomacy. Yeah. Next scene. Two of you asked for volunteers to go scouting. Zeus stands up immediately. Right. It's like it, it became predictable where if there was something, you knew the next um, – very soon it would yeah. either come to a head or be resolved almost. Right. You know what's cool? I, I, like, I, I noticed too – I just realized this. How they introduce the characters. Like Zeus and Asal are – just starts out with them, right? But Tuvia, like he shows up and – He's like, if you if I was a German, you'd be dead. And then he hugs them, which kind of speaks mm-hmm. to character because like yeah. he's watching out for his yes. brother first and foremost yes. before he shows And then them. he'll show affection. Right. Yes. He's basically, I'm gonna make that's sure you point. First. And that's why later, by taking on more people, but still not being extremely ex- excessively personable, he's just being like, I, I'm watching out for your safety first. Like the structure is more important than the heart whereas yeah. Zeus is over here going like giving the finger to structure because he's just like freaking out you know mm-hmm. so they in a way balance to the route which is why when they come together at the end it's complete 
you know? Oh, because yeah, so part, the movie's going on and everything's not solved. So I don't know. That's mm-hmm. maybe that's nothing, but I don't know. It popped out to me. What's that? Yeah, um oh, that 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 reminds me when you said the beginning. The first line of the movie, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this correctly, is Asel saying to Zush, what do we do? And I feel like that line Dude. echoes throughout the entire movie. What do we do? It's like the thread. Yeah. Nobody knows what to do. And they're just trying to do what they think is, is best, but nobody like knows, you know, aside from mm-hmm. survive. But the fact that he asks Zush, and then Zush has to not be the one actually deciding what to do is mm. that's kind of cool because like yeah you wonder if Tuvi had been there if you would have asked Tuvi instead you know probably yeah and he follows him around which kind of follows to a cell's character is he yeah. he looks to the older one right he's like, because he's a, he, just yeah someone. i mean because he's he's kind of grown up like his whole life doing that which i feel like siblings can have, kind of understand you always pretty much look to the older one yeah like instinctively even yeah. even if you don't ask a question, just to see what's happening, you right. know. Right. And then you yeah. grow up, and you realize, oh wow, you know. And then you kind of level out, you know. Yeah. At any yeah. age, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that at the beginning because I totally forgot about that. Because when that happened at the beginning, I started the movie. That happened. I'm like, and because I've seen it like three times before. Yeah. I was like, that is a very important line because it, it carries. I feel like it. Right there. I feel like it carries. Yeah. The, rest of the movie. Yeah. But um, and that kind of brings us yeah to script writing. The script. The script. Yeah, like yeah. that was a beautiful opening line. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and then the the things the characters say, I feel like are actually what they would say based on what they're going through, and that ties in again with the fact that the characters' journeys are so believable, and because like they're not acting out of character at any point, just because the movie wants to make a point, you know. Uh, yes, so, that's so true. Yeah, so I think it was like, yeah, I know, no. Um, but uh, yeah, so even even um, what Lucas says to Tuvia after Tuvia after Tuvia finds the baby, um, and she makes the point of there's so much death we're bringing in a life. Now I get Tuvia's point of don't have a baby because we literally can't feed it; it's just gonna die anyway. Like it's just gonna die. Mm-hmm. Don't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. But in her instance, where it was already she was already pregnant. Um, the fe- her like Luca's feminine touch, but her strong, non bitchy touch. You know, like she's such a strong. Oh, it was so powerful. Yeah, it shows. Right, like and yeah, the, the power like, of a she, woman. She like inserts yeah. the, the the feminine like beauty of like no 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 yeah. this is life like all this like death, this is good and essential violence. yeah right but yet we're breathing life into the camp now and like I feel like the whole camp and like people would sense that it'd be like mm-hmm. what's going on it's you know it's funny um speaking of even i mean it's death but um the scene where Tuvi has to kill his horse uh mm-hmm. when he pulls it out I, I i said out loud i was like why haven't they eaten that yet <laughs> and then like in that scene i'd forgotten in that scene they end up eating it um yeah but yeah yeah no yeah, I, think- I think yeah there were so many masterfully done things like that scene right there um, when she convinces him, like, this is good. And right. then I love how um, Tuvia is talking to Isaac, mm-hmm. and Isaac says, We're missing, uh, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but in so many words, he's like, We're missing something, though. Yeah. And Tuvia's like, What's that? And he mm-hmm. says, Culture. Yeah. Like, 
we're missing the uh, I, I forget the, uh, did he use the word culture the human element i forgot right. exactly what he said so, yeah like um, yeah and then i thought it was brilliant how they paired up the scenes when Asel gets married Wedding, yes and then zeus is attacking the convoy yeah and the music doesn't change it's still the happy jewish wedding music it's amazing it's oh, like free. they're painting the picture yeah these are the same people yet well for the most part i mean it were, they were also fighting with the russian partisans but right. it was it was zush and his band and they were they were um fighting over here while this side of the band was they were both fighting back yeah they were fighting back over here by in the face of destruction yeah giving the middle finger to it all and going we're going to get married with a jewish wedding jewish cousins yeah. the music they're like right. we're sticking true to who we are they were fighting they were fighting back in that side and then on this right. side Zeus is fighting back with weapons because yeah. that's how he had to do it. I right. thought it was I thought it was beautiful. Because I, I was I was busy thinking of how oh Zeus is just being irrational. Like they're showing how the the camp's much more of a balanced environment, but it's like, no, that's they're both fighting back in the best ways they know how. Mm-hmm. Still as a character, you know, isn't that much of a s- strength character. But yeah, so i I'm a huge fan of not objectively doing something eerie, but simply mixing things up to the point where it's eerie like by playing happy wedding music over like violence you know mm-hmm. um in a fight scene it makes it eerie because you're like this mm-hmm. doesn't mix you know like what's yeah. going on over here does not go along with go- what's going on over here but yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i was gonna say too before you brought it up like that scene stuck out to me like crazy it was yeah I love that scene because yeah, at first you're like, wow, Zeus is you know just off doing his own thing, kind of yeah. being irrational, you almost. But then you obviously like, well, he's fighting because he, he right. he's in pain. But then yeah. you like, wow, wait a minute, they're both fighting back in their own ways. Yeah, like they're they're sticking true to who they are. That's fighting back against what's happening to them. Right, Zeus is over here fighting with weapons. Yeah. against what's happening to him which i mean what's happening to those people it's a it's a freaking world war you need to fight with weapons too so it's kind of like neither was oh, really yeah. wrong but they were no both- and it totally appeals to what would really happen like this right. i loved how everybody was so dynamic yeah. and totally different yeah because it really like it was it was it was it was true like it was it was like memory right because of, obviously it really happened beautiful and realistic according to the characters yes. yeah it's yeah it's the thread oh. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was great. Do and they're all just doing what they think is best. Yeah, okay, music. Whew. Now it's it's no Braveheart where it's just beautiful, you know, and you feel it, but you feel it too. Like and I remember the main theme. Yeah. Yes. Is yeah. that is, like it yeah. hits you? Yes. It's like the 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 strings come in. Yeah. And it's just like wow. Right. Like, because if when you, when you, I feel like for me. Music passes when there's a moment in the movie mm. where it might not be something super exciting happening, yeah. but they bring the music in and you notice it. You're like, yeah. it's just, it's powerful. You're like, wow, this is the music. It's, it's moving. It's, it's right. making me feel something in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, yeah. what's is, I mean, I'm not, I haven't really, delved into you know the study of how music and soundtrack that stuff works but i've watched and read some where they are almost keeping they're pulling you along for happy moments of music because it's not 
there's not a lot of really lively, happy music, which is why the wedding sticks out so much. And um, yeah, even you're right. the, the happy, satisfied theme at the end and it's the camp camp montage. Um, and that's what the track's called, actually. Um, where it's it builds up and it just breaks in a beautiful crescendo of like, oh, you know. Um, yeah. The rest of the film, it's just, it's good, but it speaks to the mood of the moment, which is just kind of down and struggling, you know. So mm-hmm. it makes, it's like the shadows make the light that much more potent because when they show yes. music, it sticks out and you're like, okay, everyone's really feeling this part because it's a break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like you can't you don't know the flame is there or you don't know the darkness is there until the flame is lit right and i feel like that's what the music kind of helped do yeah. it's like yeah you don't notice the darkness until suddenly boom the music hits and like that's yeah. the candle was lit like the flame is there now right and you're just like wow yeah music yeah. music i this this music was good i don't think anything everything has passed so far okay now this will be a i agree one philosophical meaning <laughs> So um, I put down, I was like, movie. what's the point of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, this message is the singular point. Yeah. I think um, survive. And I think yeah. to pull that even deeper, I felt like the point to live and to be inspired by the story of struggle, pain, and grief, and to live and survive in your own life and in the world we live in. Which is what SL says. Yeah. Right. To wait, were you actually quoting him right there? No, that was my that was what I wrote down. Okay. Yeah. Well, he says that too, right? He's like our vengeance. Yeah, I think in so many words. Yeah. 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 Which essentially, you know, what's funny is he says, "What do we do?" And then later he says, "Our vengeance is to live," or "Our revenge is to live." So he's kind of like answering, and that's the moment where he's about to marry Haya, and he's getting more assertive. So he's his, kind of, his catalyst has happened. Yeah. His character is evolving. Yeah. No, what do we do? What do we do? And then he's like, "This is what we're doing. This is the point." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I think the whole point is to show, regardless of it, well, the humanity of surviving, not in the sense of we got to eat, we gotta, we gotta be warm, but also not descending into just tribal animalism. Be based on your mm-hmm. surroundings, you know, because mm-hmm. Saul says that too. He's like, just because we're treated like animals does not mean. We have to act like animals. That's not verbatim, I don't think. But he's like, we don't need to become yeah. animals because we're not because we lack modern comforts and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the point and, I think is like survive and retain your humanity. You know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then the parallels to draw that into into your life. Yeah. Like like for me, like I can watch this movie, be inspired by what I'm seeing, yeah. and like. My job is despite and for anybody, like yeah. everybody has their own shit to go through, you know? Yeah. But to like throw your fist up at it and be like, no, like in the face of this, I'm going to survive. Right. I'm going to carry on. And like it's like it's like my revenge against whatever happened in my life. And it's some people have it worse than others. Yeah. But my revenge is to keep going. And right. I feel like that's almost like the parallel you can draw from the point of the movie of the characters being right. their revenge is to survive. Right. And that even ties into a real life quote. I forget who said it, but it was some, some, some prominent Jew who survived the camps. He said that the worst things the Germans did to us was they taught us to hate, you know? Mm. So essentially losing your humanity and just descending into just this, this animalistic 
you know, hatred. Um, but yeah, going through stuff like that, retaining your humanity and not just, and surviving in the end and with your mind intact, because you could physically survive, you know, but then mentally you could just be in shambles, you know? Oh yeah. Retaining both, you know, which through the culture, which is when they fight back at key moments by a wedding, a baby building a freaking was a library and a nursery just to spark like, you know, reading, learning, you know, not just. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they retained their culture and hence their humanity through that. Right. They didn't give up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty uh, potent meaning behind the whole thing. (laughs) It's very. (laughs) Really. Yeah. It really was. Um, So. To recap, in movie comparison, we didn't really have a movie to compare it to. So I, I thought instead of doing that for this time, we could break down maybe a couple key scenes if yeah. if any stood out to you. Yeah. Um, like I wanted like like the Tuvi and Zeus fight. I feel like we should touch on just a little because I feel like that was that was so important for the way the story flowed. Um, I think it shows like so. I think it shows it shows the pain obviously it shows they're not perfect and the fact that the brother their brothers i just intensifies everything yeah um and they fight even though they're in front of the whole group even though two of you just said we can't disagree in front of everybody right um and then it shows because they still do it -hmm. shows the feeling that they were experiencing the emotions the roller coaster um and then also i felt um this was key when two of you picks up the rock after he's you know, he punches Zeus in the groin and Zeus goes down. He yeah. picks up the rock and stops, but Zeus, Zeus sees it. Yeah. And then for the rest of the movie until the part. Oh, shoot. When is it? Describe oh, it. What happens? Um, oh, it's when he's about to go in, I think, and get the medicine on his own. Okay. Yes, and yes, yes. Julia actually- says... Tuvia says, um, but you're my brother. Your brother and yeah. says, so, so you, you remember. Yes, yes. And I feel like that job was meant for when he saw Tuvia pick up a rock. Well, dude, because that would have killed him. You know? But like, but he stops. Yeah. Well, because as I feel like that, like that yeah. was the pain still. He's yeah. Zeus is like, dude, you right. were gonna hit him with a rock? Like we were just yeah punching each other you know and that even speaks to zeus just being more expressive in general and not realizing when a non-expressive person is as expressive as an expressive person the expressive person is being normal whereas a non-expressive person yes. is actually freaking out you know yes. so it's kind of like tuvia was freaking ready to end him maybe not intentionally yeah. gonna kill you but just in his fit of rage i'm gonna hit you with this yeah thinking this will probably kill you um but Estol was saying it was him not not Aaron, right he was like just tuvia and then he stops, you know, um, which is funny. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. And in a way, like before Tuvia gets back up and Zeus is kind of just going, like keeps, he keeps like, is it three times where he just keeps picking him up and knocking? Oh, him yeah. Off? Like he kicks his arm out from under him as he's trying to get up. Compensating. Like he's won yeah. already. Now he's just kind of gloating, you know, he's like, I yeah. got he's trying to drive the point home. You know, mm-hmm. but like, 
Yeah, I, yeah. The very like, good... I feel like that was a very vital, important scene, and I just want to talk about it a little bit yeah. because I feel like there was so much meaning in it that right. carried on to the part even when he's like, "So you remember?" When he says, "You're my right. brother," he's like, "So you remember?" Right. As if he's like, "Cause you didn't when you picked up a rock and you were gonna hit right. me in the head with it until yeah. somebody intervened." Right. I just felt like, oh, I felt like I was like, I had to talk about it because, yeah, that was just so so important. Yeah. Um, I also, cool. yeah, I put down the wedding scene and the partisan attack convoy. We talked about that already, though. Right, just right, the two right. of them both fighting their own. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like the last one I have is when they kill the German prisoner. Dude. Towards the end. That's right. Yes, yes. Um, and, I remember we watched that for the first time and Dad paused the movie. And he was like, Yeah, I remember that too. He do? did that for me when the first time I saw it too. He's like, What would you do? Because essentially, for, if you haven't seen it, the the this group of Jews about fifty or more or more um, capture uh, a German soldier wanders into the camp un- unknowingly and they they have him here and they have obviously all of his hatred right in their in their hearts so they end up beating him to death right and mm-hmm. that was unplanned like unplanned. it wasn't they right. weren't like hey guys let's let's beat him to death right they just start yelling at him and, right and eventually people start punching him. Right. And then it's just like it's like the mob just the mom and tell yeah and tuvia lets it happen he kind of walks away and mm. when i was i think i was like 11 or 12 when i saw it and i said i for as horrible as it was like for, for as violent as the scene was you know mm. and this this particular german soldier was probably relatively innocent you know he probably just mm. he was super patriotic he didn't know no one knew well most people, most average civilians did not know Hitler had the plans to do what he did with the Jews. It was just well, and most average soldiers right. too for the German for, for right. the Nazi army. And like they, yeah. unless you were, I feel like I think who said this? Maybe you told me because you're much more of a history World War II buff than I am. Buff, yes. Where pretty much the SS, you knew what was what. Oh yeah, you knew the, the intention and yeah, because you didn't get there unless they chose you. That's what I do. So right. I feel like the typical Nazi soldier. Yeah. Like like that poor guy, right? Portrayed in the movie, right? Like he didn't know that uh, the level of the extermination going on. Like he didn't he hadn't seen probably the mass. Maybe he, I don't know maybe, but like he didn't maybe he didn't know the depth of it. Well, yeah. Well, and so yeah, like, I feel like you're I feel like you're right. Where he's probably really, relatively, as as soldiers go in that situation, right? More on the innocent side. Yeah. Where like, but. But it's still, just, I mean, it's just powerful right. because well, of that as well. Yeah, it makes the movie more potent because it doesn't. The movie doesn't play clean. Like this guy, even like, he's just on wrong place, wrong time. Mm. Being beaten to death by all these all these people, just screaming at him. Um, and as a leader, Chubby just walks away, and it's kind of like, how do you? You can't stop that. How would you try to intervene? You have like mm-hmm. fifty people. Turn this guy apart, and exactly, how- and he has the same hate and feeling in his heart too. You're right. And, yeah, he's got it too. And it's almost like it's almost like he knows he has to give them something, right? Because he's these kinda- poor people have been through so they've been through hell. Yeah. And they like for the most like, I mean, it's such a sticky situation. Obviously, in war, always is. Right. But you could almost say they were justified. Because yeah. they were executing the enemy who was destroying them their baby, in the worst way. Their wives, their husbands, their grandparents had all been shot, point blank, buried, 
they were being horribly murdered back in Europe and throughout everything else. So to beat one soldier to death by all these civilians is, yeah, yeah, I would say in the grand scheme of things, it's justifiable. How, how do you even say that? But like in a wartime situation, it's like, what do you do? And, as and that's police, where obviously war is just so complicated. Well, you're kind of like, you can't even, yeah, in, in yeah. Like, time how things go down. But like, mm-hmm. To be, even if you wanted to, you couldn't really stop them. You know, how do no, you? No, I, I mean, it was, sh- even if you wanted to, yeah. Yeah, he would shatter trust or like, how are you not on our side in this situation? You're saving this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be more dangerous for him to help the guy because he would lose the respect and trust and the group would fall apart or turn mm-hmm. on it. I agree. It already was, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of like, how do you even. Decide. I love how I love how they tackled that issue in the movie. Like yeah. they were, I feel like they didn't try to answer without it. making it without no. making it way without making it like a documentary. Yeah, a very very deep, mm-hmm. serious, dark documentary that goes into all the evil that happened. Yeah, I, I I feel like they did a very good job of bringing that question up and placing it in the movie where you're the audience is like floored because they don't know i mean i mean who i mean if you're really invested in the movie i feel like nobody could go oh well i know what they should have done like oh well they of course they should do that or of course they shouldn't do that you're like wow what do you do here how would you even begin to react you know yeah so i think in that since there's no comparison and that that's just those few scenes really just hit home, you know, mm-hmm. like those was yeah. it three that really stood out. Three scenes, yeah. Almost yeah. in every act, sort of. Yeah. 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 I feel like the wedding one was towards act one mm-hmm. or no, um, the fight, Dude. sorry. The brother, the brother fight. Yeah, that, oh yeah. That was definitely act one. Because wedding. that was before, that was when Zeus split. And right. I feel like, oh, I forgot. I didn't see that, but I, I know I wrote it down. I loved how the split really made the movie feel like it split too. Because it was two the two main brothers, right? And it felt like there were there were like too many plots going on, right? And then I loved and which brings us to the conclusion of the movie, right? Comes full circle. Right. It's like they split and yeah. then they met at the end. Yeah. Because Zeus comes back when the partisans are going to abandon them. He yeah. comes back, and he he helps them defeat the last of the Germans who were chasing them now That's with the tank. Satisfying scene when they run in. Yeah. And you're like, yes, here we go because they. These, these guys just can't catch a break. You know, it, it escalates. Like, they get through the marshes, they're being shot at, and then as they come out, there's a whole wave of dudes and a tank. It's like, mm. give them a break. And then they finally do. Yeah. And, rush out. and then Zeus shows up and saves the day. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Okay. So, uh, I, uh, do we bother scoring it? Yes, we do. It's principle. Okay. It's part of our principles. Yes. Well, let's come through on skate. Let's see. All and right. Movie breakdown. Here, actually, let me get my pencil. I dropped it. <laughs> okay. Movie breakdown. Movie breakdown. Um, general movie breakdown. I yeah. Flying colors. Flying colors. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I give that a twelve out of ten. A check, check mark. That thing passes. All right. And the um, character development. Character mm-hmm. development. Yeah. I would. I don't know. I'd probably give it an X. Um, really? No, I'm just kidding. 
What you say? No. I would give it three check marks. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. Check yeah. check that. Um, protagonist, antagonist breakdown. Another check. Another I check. Feel like they did that very well. Acting. Check for me. I mean, cinematography. Uh, check for me. It's script it's, writing. Check for me. Yeah. Music. Yep. Meaning. Totally. Yeah. Um, check. No X's. Yeah. The perfect score. Uh, hey, all was, all checks for me. No X's. I feel like I feel like it ran down the gauntlet, or it walked, it, it glided down the gauntlet. And everybody held back on respect. I feel, I yeah, know. nobody had nobody had the nerve to start. Yeah, I was like, how dare I walk this film? That would make this me a jerk. Piece of this beautiful work of art. I yeah, exactly. Kind of like yeah. Okay, the golden film. Um, there'll be very few of those as time goes on, probably. Yeah, I feel like that would be the case. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. So, you guys have, if you agree, if you agree with us, if you don't agree with us. Let us know below, you know, and then recommend any any movies that you would like to see us review and put to the gauntlet as well. So we will keep a lookout on that. Yeah, the whole point of this show is to just, or this podcast, just we're just spitting out our opinions and what moved us and what yeah. we felt emotionally connected to. Yeah. Um, if you don't agree with us, that's actually great because then yeah. we can we can talk about it, you know, comments. Want the conversation? Yeah. Let Start a know. conversation. Yeah. yeah. Tell us why. We'll tell you why. We'll we'll discuss it. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.